So, as, uh, as everybody has seen, we've got the Mother Hunters here on the Coast to Coast podcast tonight. I'm going to play a quick little uh, intro clip here from their promo video. Okay, so we've got, uh, like I said, uh, on episode three of the Coast to Coast podcast, we've got uh, the Mother Hunters. Uh, it's a unique uh, name for a, a pile of women that uh, picked up the sport. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll have everybody introduce yourselves and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So we'll start with Lisa. Hi, Jeff. Uh, I guess... Uh, I'm only one piece of the Mother Hunters. There's now four of us. Um, unfortunately, one of us couldn't be here tonight, which is Charlene. Charlene, if you're listening, we miss you. Um, so I don't know, you want history? Um... Yeah, history's uh, fine. Uh, how, you, how you get into the, the sport of hunting, uh... What, uh, what made you pursue um, this? Oh, well, I mean, I started a long time ago um, just as a teenager, but, uh, of course, life gets in the way, and you get married, and you have kids, and then that's all stopped for a while. And then I got back into it um, a little bit later um, when I met my mister now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's probably a good uh 15 years or so now, like steady hunting and fishing and lots of adventures. Okay. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's something. Did your family have uh, anything to do with you getting involved in the outdoors? Um, my dad, yeah, my dad, we like to hunt deer and fish. Yep. Okay. So um, not that I, not that I went on many of those trips, but he always did take us fishing and, Clam digging was a big thing. Perfect. Pile so the gang up and head out digging <laughs> clams. <laughs> okay. No, that's uh, that's good. It's uh, you got to start somewhere learning, right? Uh, like that's many that. kids today. Uh, Teresa, uh, I think you're next in uh, the rotation now. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fine. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So what uh, what made you get involved in the outdoors, the hunting, the fishing, uh, kayaking? I see pictures of that. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, I, I grew up in the country and we did a lot of fishing when we were kids. Uh, not so much hunting, but then I met my husband and we got married and he was a hunter and he fished and he came from a a long line of people who trapped and spent their lives um, doing lots of things outdoors. So over the years, um, you know, I cared for the kids and he went hunting and I thought to myself, I'd like to be able to do stuff like that someday. So a few years back, I met Lisa and uh, a few other girls, Charlene and Kim and and uh, we decided that we were going to try our hand at this hunting thing. And uh, Lisa arranged for us to go on a bear hunt. And uh, the rest is history. Um, everything else, I think, kind of evolved from that. The kayaking, the hiking, the, the hunting, the fishing, um, all the things that we girls do together kind of came from all started with that first bear hunt, I think was awesome so i i assume now and most viewers are probably going to assume the same thing 
how you girls knew each other prior to this or did you just meet along the way or how did that work out? So I knew Kim, our daughters were best friends and they went to school together all the way through. Um, and Charlene, I met through hockey. Her, my husband was her kid's hockey coach. Lisa kind of came along a little bit later. Um, our kids were friends and um, we, I had heard, I worked at a, I work at a business in Brookfield and Terry built a building through us. And so I knew his name and um, I, I had heard, you know, talk about, oh, he's a hunter and Lisa was a hunter and they did a lot of these, uh, a lot of hunts, um, turkeys and that type of thing. Um, so through the grapevine, you hear people's names and, and what they're up to. And uh, we had the opportunity to meet and, um, you know, it was, uh, the rest is kind of history. Okay, well, that answers that. How about yourself, Kim? Yeah. Uh, what what got you involved with the, the hunting, the fishing, the whole outdoors aspect? Well, unlike these guys, I did not grow up hunting and nobody around me hunted. Um, I did fish a little bit like trout and smelts when I was little, but I was kind of an, an afterthought with the bear hunt. And it was kind of a joke that I was going because I would have never, ever imagined that I would hunt. And so they kind of took me along with them. And it was kind of like a joke. I would be the camp bitch, but I actually went in the blind with the girls and um, I was hooked from then on. So I had to learn from the ground up. And uh, the big uh, motivator for me was providing clean meat for my kids and uh, just being in the outdoors, being with the girls, having fun, doing group activities and stuff. Awesome. And here we are. <laughs> there today. So uh, I've got... Uh, Somebody texted me a question there because they're not sure how to do it on Facebook, obviously. So one of the one of the viewer questions were, uh, what made you girls shoot the promo video for Mother Hunters? And why hasn't a TV network picked this up? Obviously, it is <laughs> well, we, pretty We good. all have tough questions. <laughs> I've seen some of the shows on TV, and I wonder, how did we not get our own show? <laughs> um, who, wants to who wants to talk about how it came about? You can, you can, you go ahead, Teresa. Okay, so we, um, we as a group, uh, we did an, an outdoor show at the um, Rack in Truro and uh, Jonathan Torrance, I don't, I'm sure most people in the Maritimes know who Jonathan Torrance is. Um, he happened by a booth that we were working at and um, thought that we were kind of a dynamic group of females. And he, it piqued his interest. He wanted to know more about us. He wanted to know what we were doing and why we were doing it. And um, we kept in touch with him. And over the next month or two, um, he decided he wanted to shoot um, what they call a sizzler um, for a TV show. And um, so he did that. And I think the one that you watched is one that we did afterwards um, with a producer friend of his. Jonathan was so interested in it and he had a producer friend that had done some reality TV shows down in the States. So he called him and he and his crew came and we did another one. Um, and then they tried to shop it around to some different networks down in the States as well as here in Canada. Um, for some reason it never took off, but um, it was, so much fun to do it's it's it was an experience that honestly none of us will ever forget um and i can't give enough props to jonathan and the crew that he brought to um to film us um they were amazing it was it was lots of fun it was it's you, you could tell just by the the enjoyment everybody had shooting the video and there was so many different personalities and uh, i'm sure as you all know, each one seems to have their own little, uh, just by the pictures I'm putting up here, and the hunts, each person has their own uh, uniqueness, I guess, when when you look through all the pictures. And I know you girls sent, geez, a whole pile of pictures last night. <laughs> and and that's not even the tip of the iceberg, I'm told. So, that's, uh, um, just, to, uh, just to mention on uh, some of the networks, Jeff, that... Uh, one of the networks came back and I thought it was funny because uh, they had said that um, it wasn't, uh, I maybe not these exact words, but 
at the, I guess going towards, it wasn't um, catty enough. They want to see more fighting and more maybe like hair pulling and this kind of stuff. Well, that's not what we were about, right? We were a group of girls out hunting and fishing and having a great time, right? We were all really good friends. Sounds like they wanted to see more Kardashians or whatever than uh, <laughs> what I Maybe the, the housewives of Brookfield. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I see here that you, you girls have gone bear, turkey, uh, caribou, moose. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about uh, some of your experiences, good, bad, uh, with, uh, with the hunting aspect. Hey, Kim, do you want to tell him about our first hunt, our bear hunt? <laughs> yeah, sure. Do that. Yeah. All right. So the first night that we were up there, we went, I, th I can't remember how many people had tags. There was only three tags, I think. There were two. Teresa was one of the ones anyway that had a tag. So we went in our first night, Friday night, um, in a ground blind, there was four of us, and it was actually uh, Teresa, Lisa, and Charlene and I in the blind. Um, we sat there for four hours in the middle of the rain. Um, nothing came in for us until at the very end, we were talking, we were getting ready to, we were going to pack up, but I had to pee. So <laughs> I stepped out of the blind. I had never seen a bear like other than a zoo in my entire life. And so as I was like, doing my thing I look up and nobody noticed because everybody was packing up but there was like the biggest bear I've ever seen was at the bait pile which uh was crazy anyway um we ended up not getting a shot or we I think Lee or you got a shot Teresa but uh um didn't hit it so the next night we went out and we like got driven way out in the middle of nowhere so the first night I was not too bad because I thought okay if the bear comes after us. I can probably run faster than most of them and get back to the truck. So there was no truck at this one. We got dropped off. So I'm a little panicky. Um, so we're sitting there and pretty quickly a uh, bear comes in um, and it starts coming towards us. Teresa takes a shot. It's about 10 yards in front of us. It literally stands up on its hind feet. Now I've never been in the woods hunting before ever. It stands up and screams, like growls, like, Rawr! and then it starts rolling towards us. Teresa had, she's a lefty, so she had her husband's uh, right-handed bolt action. So she went to uh, um, pull the bolt back and put the bullet back up in the um, chamber, and it didn't go up. She went to take the second shot, and there was, like, nothing there, obviously, so she didn't hit it. There was a, um, uh, there was a very quiet click yeah right and then we all went into full panic mode <laughs> so the bear took off in the other direction thank god i was like shitting myself so then another bear came in right afterwards like as soon as it happened we're whistling blowing whistles everything i'm on the phone calling like terry to come and get us like begging him like crying like come and get us come and get us come and get us <laughs> i was like oh my god anyway we finally got the other bear to go away and out of the blind we came and found Teresa's bear but that was quite the uh, adrenaline rush that's for sure that was my craziest experience nothing crazy like that since <laughs> but she's been hooked since quite the learning curve <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Needless to say, I went out and bought myself a left-handed bolt action rifle. That's a wise choice. We won't have that problem again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no click. There'll be no click again. Is, is that the three? And I don't want to be in, in a bear blind. <laughs> That's um, my three oh eight. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Oh well, that's yeah. Uh, as you can see, uh, I'm sure you've seen the, the video there or the, the still photos being played through uh, while we were chatting there. So the viewers uh, have seen that. I know I've got a couple of viewer comments here. Uh, that? Uh, one of your members. wish I could see that video. Oh, there is a video of that whole episode <laughs> oh, of my yeah. first hunt. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart, though. It really isn't. It's not, it, it's certainly not 
postable for the general yes. public because yeah. it isn't for the faint of heart. Yeah, my mouth but, was. But it is something to see. But you know what? That that may get you guys a, a gig on A and E. Who knows, that right? Probably would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's just the thing. It's so real, right? So real and raw. I mean, they want reality TV. That's as real as it's going to get. That video is real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see oh, yeah. Aaron has You posted. can see the shaking. Yeah. Would any of you be interested in trying uh, like that again, whether it's for internet purposes or network TV? Well, I guess that's a question for you from uh, one of the public. Uh, one of the trying what? I guess he's interested in finding out. Would you be interested in doing a an internet show? And what? I guess Mother Hunters, obviously, at this point. Uh, uh, if network TV didn't pick it up, that's what I'm reading into his question there. So, uh, um, I guess it's it would depend. On who was involved and what the show was about. Gotcha. Yeah, I never really thought about mm -hmm. it. Like, we had a lot of fun doing it. It was certainly yeah. fun. It would depend on what it was. I think we all just kind of resigned ourselves to the fact that it 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 was fun at the time and it probably wasn't going to happen after a certain amount of time went by. So mm -hmm. we were happy with, with what we did at that point in time and happy with the way things have gone since. That's, uh, yep. well, it's, who knows, the way the internet works nowadays, uh, this may rehash that promo video and you never just, mm -hmm. who knows day to day, right? So you never know. I, I wouldn't oppose it. I, I, I wouldn't oppose it. I'd have a ball with these girls. Yeah, me too. And, uh, I know, uh, I know Lisa, you got, uh, North Shore, guide services in New Brunswick, so I'm sure you could have them up there and a couple of TV shows uh, uh, hunting and showing the film yeah. outside of things and all that fun stuff. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, we've got we've got a couple of spots between New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and Newfoundland. Yeah. We, we were the we first clients. We, yes, we uh, were the first clients for North Shore Guide Services. That That's bear right. hunt was, our, was the first clients. That's oh, right. Wow. The, those five girls were my first, uh, my first clients. <laughs> Jeez, uh, how many, how many bagged uh, a bear that uh, that trip? We had two tags. The girls had two tags. Yeah. Did they? So I got a bear, and one of the other girls got a bear. So we yeah. did fill our tags. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we did tag out. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the main thing, I guess. Lots of sausage, or what you do, bear steaks. Um, I think I had mostly roast and steaks. Okay. Yeah. So now, uh, next question. Uh, do you have any children uh, that enjoy the outdoors as much as you all? Uh, if so, uh, are they as dedicated to the hunting and fishing as uh, everyone? I absolutely do. Um, I have a son and a daughter who both um, hunt. Um not fish as much, but um, my son, he uh, he is definitely dedicated. Last year, um, he he ended up harvesting a deer with his bow and one with his um, rifle. Um, he is our workhorse when we need apples drug in and we can't do it. My husband and I, he does it. He's in the woods pretty much every single day from the middle or beginning of August, all the way through to the end of hunting season. If he can get there, he's there. Um, my daughter, she hunts a little bit when she has time, but between school and work, she's was always kind of strapped for time, but she has, um, she's harvested a deer as well. So yeah, they love it. Perfect. Uh, you got to have a hand it down from somewhere and teach them the good, the bad, and the the ugly side of the, the hunting most people they like to pull the trigger but they don't like to work afterwards either so <laughs> oh, they both do the work that's for sure awesome. yeah i have uh i have three and uh yeah the two older ones they they both fish and hunt um 
the younger one has been out in the blind with me. Um, I wouldn't say that she'd ever pull the trigger on anything, but man, she loves to eat the stuff because she'll just go down in the freezer. She doesn't know what she's eating, but she'll just send a message to Terry or I and say, Ma, what am I eating? <laughs> what, 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 uh, what animal is this? <laughs> so she likes it, right? But I don't ever see her pulling the trigger on anything, but that's okay. That's fine. Uh, she, she's not against it, right? She's all everybody's, for it. Everybody's different. Now, now this day and age with this pandemic, it's uh, everybody's looking to hunters and harvesters now for their uh, their spare meat in the right. freezer. So it's uh, right. One of the pluses of being self-sustainable, right? That's a fact. How about you, Kim? Yeah, my daughter, she is not interested at all. She will eat uh, wild meat. Uh, my son um, started out a little bit with me. He likes to fly fish. Um, he's been in the blind. He's been on some coyote hunts. And he hasn't had a lot of opportunity. But now once he gets working, he'll definitely be into it more when he has the money to put into it himself and get himself set up. It's, uh, it's not a cheap hobby or sport to get into. <laughs> No, he just finished school, but he is very interested. He goes quite a bit with a few of his buddies. Perfect. Well, that's that's what he, the world needs, more people out in the woods enjoying Oh, he it, actually went turkey home. hunting, too. He went on the hoot and shoot. Yes. With uh, CWTF? He did, yeah. He got skunked. It was his turn to shoot, and somebody else, another kid shot. <laughs> <laughs> so he needs to go back and get his chance. <laughs> Say, you, you never know it could be possible to get back down i know the the hoot and shoot i hear uh wonderful things about that with the cwtf uh haven't had the chance to to take in a turkey hunt myself but uh it's uh who knows it's in the works it's addicting there's nothing better my biggest thing is the taxidermist would love it because it's another animal i'll end up getting down it so it's, uh, yeah. it's an ever growing list for crying out loud uh, i see gary gettys uh i would be interested in hearing about your moose hunting experience sounds like it was successful so gary must be referring to the one over in newfoundland you girls did yeah i'll let kim and Teresa speak on that um i i didn't have a tag i wasn't hunting i was actually there guiding with the girls guiding um, me <laughs> so i'll let uh kim and Teresa speak on their experience of it kim do you want to go first sure can you guys record <laughs> who's kim? going first you are i am oh sorry <laughs> People are being loud around here. Now they're gone. Um, so this is moose hunt was totally a dream hunt. I think for all of us. Um, so it was pretty crazy. I was sick as a dog, sicker than I've ever been in my life. But we went <laughs> anyway. Um, we sat in a blind for two. Was it two days? Two full days, and then we went to another spot and went on foot. And we went like early in the morning through snowstorms, like walking through everything. We saw so many moose, no opportunities. Can I tell the story about Teresa though? Like I won't tell your hunt, but after she uh, shot hers, yeah. we went walking up towards her. This is hilarious because I wish I could have a cartoon drawn of it. It was just so funny. <laughs> so she had already shot theirs and they were just standing waiting her and her husband. So we were walking up the road and we saw them standing on the side of the road, but they didn't know, but just, it might, it was only, it was like 10 yards behind them was like a huge moose, huge. So we're all like screaming at them, get down, get down, get down. So they like scoot down and go back into the woods and we're walking towards this moose. And I'm like, we can't shoot it. I don't know where Teresa and Carrie are. We can't shoot it. Anyway, obviously we didn't shoot it, but it was just so funny. They're saying get down, get down. And Carrie and I are looking at each other saying thinking, are they gonna shoot in our direction? Like, why are they telling us to get down? We had no idea there was a moose behind us. None. It was like Elmer Fudd cartoon or something. They were like just standing there and all their orange, and then this great big moose is just standing behind them. It was insane. So yeah, that was a pretty exciting part of it. But uh 
then after a few more days, I guess Thursday morning, Wednesday night, we sat in the freezing, freezing cold trying to call in a moose. I was so cold. I was just about done. I was like, I can't do this again. So what time did we get up in the morning? Like three in the morning, four in the morning? Mm -hmm. So Thursday morning, I was like, okay, this is it. I can't do another day. So we get um, up on the mountain um, and we get set up. We start walking down the road. Um, We had an electronic call and uh, placed it out and we could hear like a moose grunting. So we get in a tree line and it was kind of funny too, because I had a a tripod with me because obviously I can't just stand and shoot. Um, I don't have that much experience with the shooting. So we're in the tree line and out comes the big moose and he's got a tree branch stuck in his antlers and he's like trying to shake it around. He's grunting, grunting, grunting. Um, I couldn't get a good shot through the tree line. So we waited for him to come around and he went right out onto the road, right to the electric, uh, moose call. And, uh, I had to like shimmy around, move myself around, grab the tripod, move it over and then set up for a shot. And, uh, I don't know what happened there either. The first shot that I took my, uh, bullet wasn't in the chamber. (laughs) Something happened to you. I don't even know. So then I'm like, freaking out trying to get it out it was jammed and <laughs> couldn't get it out finally got the uh bullet up in the chamber and took the shot and didn't know if i hit it had no idea <laughs> so we were just like waiting and waiting and waiting finally we went out on the road and there was lots of uh sign lots of blood some bone all that and we waited for a little while and he was what lisa down the hill like yeah he was we pr- finally found yeah, he was probably about 70, 80 yards. Yeah, yeah, down the hill. It was yeah. pretty exciting because we thought, like, we were like, <laughs> oh, did I hit him? Oh, I must have hit him. Did I graze him? Like, oh, it was like, it was terrifying because I was totally done on that. I was like, please, please, please make sure I hit it because <laughs> I was so sick. And then to finally see it, I was just, like, beyond excited. It was awesome. It was amazing. <laughs> Best hunt ever, for sure. (laughs) So that would be your uh, your bull moose there in the photo, I take it. Yep, that one right there. Yep, that's it. Nice eating moose. Uh, Yep, got the freezer full. What uh, what did it dress out now? Uh, About five six hundred pound. Six hundred and fifty two, I think, something like that. Charlene probably know better. She'll write it on here. Mine was like two pounds off or something from hers. Okay. I, Kim, I think they were for something because mine was 523. Oh, were they? Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I think they were for something. I don't know. Maybe. And, uh, <laughs> there's a, I've got a picture up there on the screen now showing a couple of them. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's all three. That's awesome. I was like so sick. I was when we were sitting, I was coughing and trying to be quiet. And oh, it's just awful. A fever. I probably had COVID. <laughs> early onset. <laughs> yeah. It was an you early one. Had, yeah. You had moose itis. <laughs> oh, it was awful. I was high on all these drugs. Anyway, it was awesome. Can you imagine if I wasn't sick, how awesome it would have been? <laughs> well, you well, well, you toughed it out and you filled your tag, so that yeah. uh, that shows a lot. Uh, I, I know some grown <laughs> men there that uh, would have been on the couch crying for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah no. there were some early nights, like 8 she o'clock, did. going to bed, 9 o'clock. Yeah. yeah, no, she did. I couldn't believe it, that she did it and she hung in there and just like a real trooper every day. I don't, I don't know if I could have drug myself out of bed feeling the way she was feeling, but man, you got her done. Yeah, let's say had to, doctors. we didn't have choice. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's an awesome story there. Uh, I see we got another viewer question here. I hear a lot with rewards to big game hunting, whether moose, bear, etc. Have you, have any of you ladies uh, done small game like pheasant, partridge, or snowshoe hare? I have been partridge hunting with my husband. This was before I started hunting. I was sort of his tag along. 
Uh, we've done quite a bit of rabbit hunting together with our kids. Um, we like to go. We have a, a spot not far from our home. And we walk up and uh, we go in a group and uh, we do a little bit of rabbit hunting. Um, usually our favorite time is to go right around Christmas. Hope, you know, hope there's hope the bunnies are white and there's no snow on the ground. So uh, make for some fun days. So, but we, we definitely enjoy it. As for the birds, my husband and I say all the time, we're going to find, we're going to find a farmer that'll let us pheasant hunt in his field, but we haven't done it yet. Um, maybe life will start to slow down a little bit in the next couple of years. The kids are growing older. So um, maybe we'll finally find a farmer with a field where we can hunt some pheasants. Perfect. Nice. I've done pheasant once or twice and bunny hunting, but never successful with the bunnies. <laughs> Myself, no, no bird hunting, not uh, turkey. That said, as far as bird hunting, um, no, no pheasant or partridge. Um, I always say I'm going to go out and try some duck hunting, but I haven't done that yet. Um, rabbit, I've been a couple of times. I like to take my bow out and try and knock some down with my bow. I've only ever done it twice, but that's a lot of fun. I've seen your uh, photo there, Lisa, with the squirrels in the bow. So that was, that was impressive. <laughs> that, yeah, that's another thing I like to do. Just <laughs> target practice. Hey, it works. Uh, they're, they're fast moving too, so. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It makes it easier on the bigger targets with the bow. <laughs> so I see one of Kim's photos, I think it was, with uh, with the turkey. It uh, either turkey or meat king. I'm not sure uh, in the photo. It's, oh, it was a meat bird. Yeah. Uh, I kind of assumed it summer. I did. How many was that? I did 30 because I did some for you, Teresa, and some for me. Yeah. And literally, like, I live in a village with houses next door on each side and behind me and did 30 meat birds in my yard. <laughs> in, a, in a trampoline. <laughs> Made a cake out of a I made my trampoline into the coop. <laughs> this is from somebody that did not hunt or eat anything wild, anything outside. Hey, Had a few laying hens perfect. for a while, but then the raccoons got in and ate their heads off. So exactly. So someday. see, that's a that's an awesome point, Kim, for any ladies out there that are like terrified of trying anything they just got to look you up and see everything you've done in the last what six years it's crazy so if any women out there that don't think that they can do it you can do it you just got to put your mind to it yeah i grew up with a single mom no father anything nobody hunted anything like Hey, you came a very long, like you came far from where you were till now because to, to do game birds and uh, or meat birds alone, there's a lot of painstaking work to that, especially doing it by hand. <laughs> you didn't have a, an electric plucker there or anything that like that. That was only once that I ever did that. I did do a turkey once too, and that was just horrific. So then now I take them to a butcher and have them done and come back looking all nice. But the first time it was awful. <laughs> Well, so I, I had I, a video I, of that too. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming you all skinned out your own moose and all that as well. Gutted it. You just didn't mind any of that. No. Start to finish. No. We quartered mine and drug it up the hill. Definitely did my share of skinning. When once we get the quarters hung, uh, definitely, definitely took my share of skin in it. So. But we did have, we, I did have help. Well, hey, yeah. I, My husband was with me and our guide, so we, uh, we, uh, we all shared the shared the work. Hey, probably shared the bounty as well afterwards. Right. Yep. Yep. So, and and I can't say too much when it comes to gutting the animals because uh, I've I've seen my share of moose in that. And, the boys like to get me every time when we were out doing uh, the moose hunting and that because if we're out the the punch pile they wait till it's three quarters of the way out and they <laughs> they poke it open it yeah. uh, 
<laughs> so I I have kind of a unique situation where I can't gut my own deer. Um, I am highly allergic to the deer fur. So I can't touch the deer. Like I can handle the antlers in that, but I cannot touch the fur. I can't touch the rest of the deer until the fur is off of it. And when I a few years ago. When I say highly allergic, I mean my eyes swell shut, my ears swell, my hands tingle if I touch the fur. Um, very allergic. So so unique, lucky a little bit maybe that I don't have to do it. <laughs> but I have a son and a husband who will do it for me. Um, I, you know, I mean, I cook it for them. So um, I think maybe it kind of evens out the work. But win, win, always win. a compromise, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, I the other animals, I don't think I'm, a, I know I'm not allergic to bear fur. I'm, I, I'm not allergic to moose fur, but definitely deer is very allergic. So, how's that work with the taxidermy? And if I can um, get once, once, the, once the hide is is done um i think it must be an oil that they secrete in their fur or something that i'm allergic to um once we get them mounted and they're on the wall no problem uh but if i shoot a deer i can't touch it until the fur is off gotcha interesting yeah. first yeah. time i've heard tell of somebody allergic to yeah well i didn't know i was until i helped uh my husband haul a deer out one day and uh Within probably 15 minutes, my eyes were swollen, my ears were swollen, my hands were tingling, uh, like my, I could feel my throat was swelling. Like I, I, I said, I am allergic to this deer. And then um, I did sort of test it a second time and um, same thing, eyes swelling. And so I just don't, I don't anymore. <clears throat> that's, uh, that's an EpiPen situation or an EHS situation. I think it, I think it could be so. So I don't, I don't test it. I, I take it we got a paramedic in the house, do we? Yeah. Yes, we <laughs> oh, so, so you got the, the basics covered if anything happens in the woods. That's, that's. Well, we had actually talked about when we went moose hunting that we were happy Kim was there in case I had an allergic reaction to the moose fur. <laughs> yeah, we so. had a, we had a first aid kit <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, we <laughs> So out of all you ladies now that are in the, the Mother Hunters, who has the funniest personality do you figure out of the bunch when when you're out in the woods hunting? I don't know. We're all a little quirky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've all got It depends things. on the day. I'd say, I, I agree, Kim. It depends on the day and the situation. Yeah, I could probably be a little bit bossy. <laughs> No. Not always. <laughs> uh, so this this alligator, Lisa, tell us mm. the story on that. Oh gosh, that was um, gee, what year was that? That was Cherry five or Kim. six years ago. Um, Cherry and I went to Mississippi for the first time and went on a gator hunt which was absolutely amazing. I've never experienced anything like it. Um, so the whole time, funny story, whole time getting ready for it. And I'm terrified of snakes and spiders, believe it or not. And you picked a wonderful um, spot to go then. <laughs> right? Um, so all I could think about was, um, you know, I needed like... Um, snake boots and you know all this stuff to keep me protected from snakes and um anyways come to find out i went and spent like a ton load of money on a pair of snake boots and didn't need them because we're in a boat all night <laughs> right um i had no idea what i was getting into and it's just like you're up literally all night you sleep all day you hunt gator in a boat all night going up and down the rivers and it's just it's an incredible experience you just watch and you see their red eyes come up and floating on top of the water and um the further away their eyes are the bigger gator it is right um yeah it's just it's very very exciting it's like high adrenaline it's 
So I we we've went back probably three, four times, and I've since learned how to cast. It's like with a spay rod sort of thing. Um, it's like a hundred and fifty pound test line travel hook and it's just you, know, you cast over the gator's head and then you foul hook them and once you get them in and you, you just like it's like playing a big fish right and once you tire him out whether you want to keep him or not he once you tire him out when he comes up to the side of the boat and he's tired out then you can then you shoot him with 410 whatnot it's yeah. a lot of fun I know people some people would say you're crazy, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's not something you do every day, right? Tell me he's at least got the hide taken back or the heads from what the harvest. Um well we have uh Terry and I each have a skull that's in Mississippi. Um we haven't had them shipped back yet. Um there's some paperwork, you know, that needs to be done to get them shipped back here and whatnot, but we'll, we'll get them here at some point. And it was that one that you've seen in the picture. That's one I got, I cut Terry's picture out of that. <laughs> Didn't want to give Terry any credit, eh? No, no, no. Cause Lisa's was bigger. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually it wasn't. <laughs> But if I would have kept his picture in there, you would have seen how small mine was. Like, see, he, he had the full-size luggage. I only had the carry-on. That's <laughs> 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 uh, a lot of fun. But yeah. I, I got to say, if, you know, asking about exciting hunts, up, up until now, I think my most exciting hunt has got to be hog hunting. I love hog hunting. Yeah. It's uh, out of the chopper or just ground or? No, just uh, on the ground, in a blind or in a tree stand. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's a lot of fun. They're destructive. I've, I've seen the, the damage some of them hogs do down south of the border and it's something else. Yeah, they sure are. And I tell you, there's tons of them. <clears throat> what was it? Uh, I was reading recently there. I believe it was Saskatchewan or Alberta they've moved into now. So it, uh, it won't take long before they're throughout the provinces here, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. So what uh, I know you guys or gals have uh, done a lot of uh, fishing as well. So favorite fish species to target, uh, speckled trout, rainbow trout, browns, salmon. If you do fly fishing, uh striped bass i know i've seen a lot of photos there of the striped bass fishing so that must have been in uh shuby river maybe if i'm guessing yeah correct. on the shuby i enjoy stripers the most I'm just the bite of getting them in they're big fish it's fine they taste good <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna mention a fish that you you didn't mention um not because we love to eat them but we love to catch them uh, we we often go to Middle Stuyak on the Stuyak River and fish for shad. Um, we'll give them away for bass bait, or sometimes sometimes my husband will give them to his aunt and she'll cook them for him. They're they're a lot of work to eat because they have a lot of bone in them. Um, but uh, it's kind of like catching a striper, but because um, they're they're a they fight. They're a fighting fish. They're, you know, you have to work them to get them in. Uh, not as big, of course, but um, they're, they are a lot of fun to fish. And when they're running, they're plentiful. So, um, you know, I mean, it's nothing to cast your rod out and get a hit, you know, every third or fourth time you cast. So I grew up fishing with a rod and reel in a brook. And um, I, I'm not one really to fish from a boat. And I don't love sitting there all day like you do with stripers and, and with the line in the water and, you know, you cast it every 20 minutes or so. I love like cast and reel, cast and reel. And uh, the shad, they're a perfect, perfect fish for doing that with. Awesome. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that one. Uh, you don't hear too many people liking 
them other than bait fish for the most part. Well, but they're, they're fun to fish though. Like, so, and that's mostly what we use them for is bait fish, or we give them to friends who fish bass all the time and, and they use them for bait. But um, just, it's just a fun time in the riverbank and in the area where we go, um, it, it's nothing to go up there and there'd be like 30 people on the bank fishing shade. That's awesome. The yeah. More, the more they get out, the better. Uh, I know. Uh, I know we've got people here that like the the white perch. They, yeah. They go crazy for them, and it's like to, to me. And Charlene's family took us eeling. I've seen the pictures there. Uh, mm -hmm. We browsed through them yeah. earlier, and uh, that that looked like a, an exciting uh, adventure there <laughs> on the ice. Uh, I I I was kind of impressed when I seen the bag of sand on the ice, though. I must say that was. Uh, that was pretty smart uh, for, for the most part, because <laughs> I wasn't, I'm like, what have they got the bag of sand for? I had a, a dumb moment for a second, and then I was like, traction. So, but. Uh, Charlene's but, family, they eel a lot every year. So she's taken us a few times, and it is crazy. You can gut them and skin them, and they're still moving. It is bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> How do you yeah. like eating them? <laughs> well, I have tried, and what Teresa and them eat it quite a bit, but what Teresa's daughter explained it as is it tastes like brook trout. Yeah, I guess you could compare this. Mm. So, I don't know. It's it, it's like, uh, oh, we've got a comment here. No sands. Where's that hair? That heels in my bag. Well, well played. Well played. <laughs> yeah. When had me fooled. Yeah. No, had me fooled. I was like, ah, oh, that's a great idea for traction. So, anyway, I guess I got fooled. <laughs> It I didn't know what he was talking about was... when he said that. I was just going along with it, sure. <laughs> it's uh, something, but uh, I, I've I've eaten the alligator before, and uh, believe it or not, that tastes like chicken. Uh, I don't know how many you've eaten alligator before, but it does taste like chicken. Uh, well, the... I've I've had it, and uh, actually, funny story. Um, so. Terry and I, when we were down in Mississippi the first time, we were so close to the Louisiana border. I said, well, we're, we're this far. We've got to go over and I we've got to go to East Monroe and I got to go to the Duck Commander place, right? Uh, I was a big fan of Duck Dynasty, so I had to go over there. Um, so we went and did the, you know, tourist thing and whatnot. And uh, so then we come around this little mall complex and we see Willie's Diner, Willie's Duck Diner. So I said, well, we got to go in there and eat. <laughs> so we go in and I don't know, be a, you know, busy spot for sure. It was full and it was just hopping, right? Mm -hmm. So what do we order? I mean, we're there hunting gator. So I said, well, we may as well try this stuff since we're here <laughs> hunting it. So, anyways, um, long story short, I couldn't taste nothing of it. It it looked like chicken, <laughs> looked like little chicken nuggets. It was very chewy, and I didn't really taste anything off of it. Um, but that's not saying I would never try it again because I will, right? It's like first time I ever tried bear. I said I will never ever touch that again. <laughs> Now, bear is one of the things that I probably eat before anything else. You can't uh, can't complain there. I've, I know bear's got its own taste in itself, depending on what you bait them with. The whole nine yards. I know guys that up here in Cape Breton hunt down around Marguerite, and there's not there's a landfill that's not far, so you kind of know mm. what you're eating, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I guess, uh, future hunts, what do you girls plan on going after since the bucket list seems to be getting pretty narrowed down? 
uh, in the Atlantic provinces anyway. Usually our hunts are like a sitting over drinks and somebody comes up with an idea and then we're all like, yes, we're doing it. <laughs> it's always like out of the spur of the moment. And we're like, yes. Uh-huh. We, we here at my house keep talking about a, a family turkey hunt. So I wouldn't be opposed to going with other people's families too, but we'd really like, my husband and I would really like us and our kids to go. Um, um, I've experienced it. Uh, my daughter did a quick turkey hunt in Maine um, with Charlene's son. Um, it was like a one or two day down one day, hunt the next day, back that night. So, and she did get a turkey and so did Charlene's son. Um, but I'd like her to experience like sitting in the woods with, um, you know, calling herself or someone calling for her, listening to that person talk to the turkey and uh, uh, hear them come in and watch them come in. And same with my son and my husband, they've never experienced turkey hunting. So, um, that would be a, an awesome trip, I think, for us to, to do together. That's so another The morning I'd when the woods wake up. Hmm. Uh, we've got one here. Riley got two one shots. Oh, this must have been one from. Oh, uh, this is my daughter. daughter. <laughs> yeah, she said Riley got two with one shot. And the last time I went turkey hunting, I got two turkeys with one shot about an hour in on our first day of a four or five day turkey hunt. So I was done after an hour or two on our first day. Jeez, that was a quick one. Yeah. I've, I've heard mm -hmm. it happen before with deer and that uh, turkeys. That's uh that's a tough one, I'd say. Yeah, I went, I went, I shot and then I went to find my turkey and and we found it, and then about four feet from it was another turkey. I'm like, oh, no. So, done. <laughs> We've got another viewer here. It must be related to you, Lisa, Darlene, <laughs> who has hunted groundhogs. I'm going to guess that that's Lisa. <laughs> I'm not sure who she's talking about. <laughs> so... Uh, what uh, what advice do you girls uh, give uh, any young ladies that are watching and that in regards to the hunting and fishing? Uh, any advice you'd give them for wanting to get into the sport? Uh, any tips, tricks, advice in general? Ask questions. Find somebody who who you know, loves the outdoors and ask them lots of questions. You, you don't learn anything unless you ask questions. That's true. And there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of great organizations out there right now that, you know, have a lot of mentor programs. Um, Canadian Wild Turkey Federation is, you know, one of the bigger ones across Canada right now. And, you know, there are a lot of programs you know, uh, the women like us programs and the kids like us programs, you know, they can reach out, um, you know, depending where they're from, their hometown, there's always, you know, contacts for the Canadian Wild Turkey Federation. And there's always mentors that are always willing to take kids out, women out, right? Um, there's just, there, there's a lot out there that, you know, it's, it's not like you can walk out blinded with it there's just there's a lot of organizations out there right now that can help people right that want to go out but as far as women wanting to get into it um i mean my personal opinion is that learn from another woman no diss on the guys <laughs> but you know because women it it is true women and men do hunt differently we do hunt differently <laughs> Um, so I think learning from another woman, it just, I think it just fits. That's just my opinion. Just get out in the woods, get yourself a blind, get out there and sit and watch, walk around, look at things, learn what sign is, 
You'll see where the deer are. If you're going to deer hunt, so you well, start around here. First of all, get your hunter's safety and your firearm safety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. before you shoot all something. that stuff first. <laughs> yeah. Then make sure you're 100% legal before you, you, you do it, obviously. That's right. That's right. And again, there are a lot of good organizations out there that can help with all that stuff. So I know you girls have a, a Facebook page, uh, Mother Hunter. So any viewers uh, that may have a daughter or something that may have a question, would you ladies mind if they engaged on the Mother Hunter's page uh, and ask questions? Uh, if he's got time eventually down the road, not saying he can answer right away, obviously, but, but if somebody reaches out on your Facebook page and asks a question, uh, would you girls be opposed to uh offering advice not at all not at all no yeah, for we sure yeah help out any way that we can right perfect and uh i know we're getting close here to the the hour mark which didn't take long going when we think about it because <laughs> uh, uh for this i guess if anybody's got any other final thoughts questions comments for any of the viewers that uh watch this i know uh I know personally when I put up uh, the little intro aspect last night, it was wasn't even 24 hours, and there was almost 4,000 engagements on it. So, I right now I, I haven't checked the analytics to see how many of the video from the live feed has brought in, but I'm sure it's gained some attention uh, as has the last couple of podcasts uh, from coast to coast and. We've had one person recently reach out from New Zealand, so don't be surprised if somebody from a, another country reaches out uh, on here and asks any questions, believe it or not. So it's uh, it's been interesting. <laughs> you know, this week when we posted, I think Lisa posted the um, um, Mother Hunter's Sizzler video um, on her Facebook page, and I shared it and then someone had commented on it that, you know, mother's hunting is not really a new thing. Um, and I, I kind of responded with, well, no, it's, I know it's not a new thing. And I know there are lots, tons of women out there who, who hunt, but in a, a sport and an industry that is, you know, geared a lot of times towards men, it is nice sometimes to see, um, women showcased and you know so other women can see like I can do this these girls can do it they can do it I can do it too and that's sort of um, I think the mentality that we all have had in this group is that um, if you even inspire one person or one woman to go out and get her hunting courses and get her um, you know legal to carry course and and all of that um, then, you know, you've done something right. So um, I, I think it's important. Stuff like this is important so that um, other women see it and think, I can do that. I can do that too. For sure. Mm -hmm. Anyone else have anything they want to chime in with? Any closing remarks? I see uh, New Brunswick Moose Hunters... Uh, Hi, Jeff, and <laughs> women hunters. So uh, they've been, uh, that group there has been great. A uh, couple of groups in New Brunswick. Uh, we get a lot of viewers from them as well. So uh, we appreciate that. And uh, it just goes, the platform in itself just gives a voice there that uh, mainstream media doesn't really give to the people uh, who, who do this sport. When something goes wrong, everybody's quick to point fingers uh when everything is safe and copacetic uh everybody kind of doesn't want to hear the good the exciting it gets people outdoors good for mental health the whole nine yards so it's uh it's there yep. creates great memories with friends families so on so forth uh i'm sure lisa with uh, you guiding and that as well uh some of the, the people that you've guided uh you've still got a close bond with and a connection back and forth to, to stuff like that. So it's uh, yeah. it's, it's a never ending aspect there where people, uh, it grows on people. 
It does. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, again, for women out there that, you know, um, you know, haven't gotten into it yet, but like, would like to try. And I mean, you know, I, I started, you know, very slowly and I mean, fast forward and here I run my own black bear guiding business out of New Brunswick. Right. So, I mean, you just don't know where days, years going to take you. You just, you know, do what you love and have fun with it. And for anybody that wants to contact uh, North North Shore Guide Services on Facebook, and there's where you want to be outfitters, or is it outfitting? I forget now in Newfoundland. Outfitters, uh, yeah. Uh, check them out. Uh, price your hunt. Uh, I'm sure COVID uh, is playing havoc there with that, as well as everything else, obviously. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, I said it previous there with Mike Holland and uh, other times uh, just through uh, our own local organization, try to support local small businesses because right now that's when they need the help the most. So uh, that's uh, that's kind of all I've got there unless some viewers want to ask any other questions, but we're at the one hour mark and everybody's got things to do and whatnot. So if uh, any of you girls have anything else you want to add, I'll just, add, I'll just add one more thing, Jeff, before we go, because, you know, our, our one of our girls who, you know, we love very much, which is Kim, is a paramedic out there during this time. And we should all thank her for risking every day, you know, they go out there. So thank you, Kim. Thanks for your service, Kim. Uh, First responders got it uh, uh, front and center this time around. We've got uh, two. uh, Anytime, Jeff, you can always post in my group. My 10-year-old daughter is looking at pictures, uh, ladies, in the past couple of days. (laughs) That's awesome. Nice. And he's he's chimed in here. uh, If it'll bring up here before I... And you inspire her a lot. So there you go, ladies. Uh, That's uh, awesome. Ten-year-old girl there. So start them young. Start them young. Uh, they'll carry it on uh, into the future. So Perfect. well, thanks very well, much, Jeff, for having us. I appreciate you taking the time to talk about some hunting that you girls have uh, done and uh, your adventures with uh, with the moose and all that fun stuff. So it's. Uh, it's it's interesting because a lot of viewers that uh, may watch this may not know uh, the bonds that are generated with this. So thanks for sharing that with the viewers, and uh, we appreciate it. Thanks very Thank much. you. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks, Teresa. Thanks, Lisa. And thanks, Kim. Take care, everyone. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, We had the Mother Hunters on episode three of Coast to Coast Outdoors. Um, We'd like to thank the viewers that uh, had engaged in this. And if there is any organization from British Columbia to Newfoundland that wishes to get on and discuss the outdoors, whether it be hunting, fishing, guiding, outfitting. Uh, If if outfitters want to get on and talk, uh, as as you can see, we were sponsored by uh, North Shore Guide Services in New Brunswick and where you want to be outfitting in uh, uh, Newfoundland uh, to to have them on and talk about a few things. So it's it's funny uh, if you guys have had the chance to check out their their promo video uh youtube it it is on uh, youtube obviously uh look for mother hunters uh you can play it i believe it's five and a half minutes long uh, i would try to play it here but uh due to time restraints with uh with the platform of mine uh, i'm kind of hurtled by that uh, to everybody that had commented, once again, I appreciate the engagement, uh, as do uh, everybody that's uh, that's taken part in the show. That was episode three. 
again, anybody wants to reach out, uh, like, uh, like the page, uh, share it uh, with uh, your members in your uh, Facebook groups or social media groups. Uh, we would appreciate that as well. Um, again, we have a number of different uh, and talented individuals from all different aspects of the outdoor world. Uh, we, I'm hoping in the next couple of days to have uh, uh, Kiki from Bite the Bullets there in New Brunswick on to uh, showcase how she does some uh, jewelry making out of some spent uh, ammunition cases as well. Uh, and uh, the next episode, uh, or the two next ones to follow, we are looking at having on Sunday, uh, very fourth him from Newfoundland uh, on speaking about the moose population and bears and caribou and, and fishing in Newfoundland as well, uh, followed by Darren Porter in Nova Scotia talking about some issues there that uh, are affecting fish migration. So stay tuned. Uh, there's plenty of discussions. Uh, uh, my next uh, podcast after that I believe we should be trying to reach out to uh, Ontario and we've also reached out to uh, the hunting and fishing uh, uh, conservative hunting and fishing or angling caucus uh, group there uh, to, to get their input on some stuff there in British Columbia and just across Canada in general and see where the feds uh, are looking at things in regards to fish and wildlife. Uh, so with, with all that said and done, uh, I, again, thank you guys for watching and uh, enjoy your weekend.